Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 167th time. Yes. Uh, I'm not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. Here with the boys, as usual. Um, I wonder if, like, people listen to the podcast and go, oh, man, that's a that's a bad not Joe night. Good, good not Joe. Good not Joe could be, you know, man, he could, he could win it as sports Emmys, but, ooh, bad not Joe. Ooh, bad not Joe, bad. Like, fucking Christ, man. That was a frustrating game. You think? As uh, I mean, I'm I'm not a Niners fan, but I'm saying I'm I'm frustrated as well. So yeah. I, I feel your pain. Should have been twenty-one nothing to start the game, and they were up yeah. ten points, and then fifty-five yards of offense for the Titans in the first half. And then the second half kind of turned. Eighty bucks is too much for Jersey. The um, God. <laughs> I barely uh, yeah. caught any of it, but it. Um, oh well, the Niners won decisively by what you by you know what you can fucking tell from my mood. Um, <laughs> so this is as I texted you guys. This is the Jimmy G experience. I really wish these beers had fucking alcohol in them, like tonight of all nights. Um, and I did, I wasn't even like. I didn't even get that hot during the game. Like I wasn't, I wasn't up. I wasn't like, kind of like, it wasn't an NFC West game. I wasn't there like pumping my fist or anything. It was like, even with Debo's long thing in the, uh, you know, the sixty-yard catch in in the on in the final five minutes, I was like, okay, cool. But I wasn't like, I never got animated. I don't know if it was just. Thursday night, or I got my booster shot yesterday, so I don't know if that's like, you know, that kind of had me like lethargic today, whatever. But now I'm just like thinking about this game, like and having to think about it for this fucking podcast. And um, not that I don't want to talk to you guys, like, you know, all love. But fuck, man, that was a winnable game. I didn't expect them to win going in. Yeah. And not in like a reverse jinx kind of way. In a, this is a, this is a Thursday night road game, two time zones away. Um, against a team that's got already nine wins. Like they're, they're now they're a ten win team. Like they had, you know, their offensive line was beat up, and and credit to them, they schemed their way around all that and did basically max protect the whole game. And I mean, like they still sacked Tannehill four or five times, um, shut Bosa out. I thought Bosa was going to win defensive player of the year tonight. I thought like three sacks, um, and, uh, and he was going to like, for sure get to 20 sacks on the season. That didn't fucking happen. Um, but this was, this was the Jimmy G experience. Like, 10 of 10 to start the game, then a pick, 
comes back on the next series and misses a wide open use check for a fucking touchdown. And then another, and then another almost pick, which was worse than the first one. And then comes out of halftime yeah. and throws a fucking another inexcusable fucking pick. Oh, and then there was a there was a deep one to Bayard that Bayard almost caught. Deep one to Jennings that Bayard almost caught, that was called back. Like if if he did caught it, they'd have declined the penalty, um, but he didn't. So the, the it came back as a penalty. But mm. man, that fucking sucked. The refs didn't do us a lot of favors either. I don't like to bitch about the refs. Like there were some calls that Debo got away with a Debo got away with some pass interference on his big long run, but AJ Brown also like threw Jimmy Ward to the ground on one of his catches. Like both of those probably could have been um the fucking Bud Dupree. Bud Dupree jumps offside, has a clear path to the quarterback. Trent Williams reaches out just to fucking like protect his quarterback ends up grabbing his face mask. And even though they should have blown the play dead because Bud Dupree had a clear path to the quarterback, Trent Williams, it's not offsetting because it's a 15 and a five. Trent, so they ended up with like second and 29 when they were in field goal range. Just. Yeah. I, uh, maddening game. I uh, made it home. I'm in Canton, Ohio. Home of the football hall of fame. Uh, watch. Is that watched, where it is? You've never brought that up. <laughs> watched. I was watching the game with my dad, and uh, which is awesome. I haven't seen my dad since all, over two and a half years. Um, but he was losing his shit on that play. My dad was so <laughs> upset on that play. He's like, "What do you want him to do?" I've never actually heard your dad say fuck, but I've only no. heard you say it. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it feels, cracks me up every time you say it. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah. I, uh, I downloaded the podcast on his computer, so he's listening now. So, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mr. Belden, how are you? Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, that play, he was, he was upset. I was so fucked. Like, that was just. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was that was just a terrible, terrible play. Like, uh, anyways, just yeah. Um, but yeah, this was this was bad, Jimmy. This was this was a bad Jimmy night. But but you also get the guy that like, as they said on the telecast, the Niners have more ninety-yard drives than any other team in football, and you can't do that if. You, if your quarterback's not connecting on third down and moving the chains and doing all this other shit, like he's got people in the fucking comments, dude. They're like, Jimmy G, the one guy was like, Jimmy G's one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. It's like, no, tell, <laughs> tell me you don't watch football without telling me you don't watch football. Right. I heard, uh, I saw a tweet. I don't know if it was Mina Times or, um, another dude from the NFL network, but they basically tweeted like, you could say Jimmy G is overrated. You could say he's underrated, and you'd be right in both situations. Yeah, yeah, he's it, tough. It just—it's bad. Jimmy outweighed good Jimmy. There's always, you know, I, I've got my fucking joke about the, you know, uh, game doesn't start until Jimmy throws a pick. Yep. Right. Um, but that's the Jimmy G experience. Is like the good almost always outweighs the bad, but just by a little bit 
and every couple games you get one where okay bad jimmy bad jimmy showed up and and it's that it's that thing where he's gonna throw the ball to the opposing team at least once a game sometimes twice a game and if they catch it we lose if they don't catch it we win um but the niners didn't get any turnovers either yeah and you know, they uh well, it's like the whole first half, the Titans were trying to run it and do these short passes. And you guys were just, you know, everything, you Niners were keeping everything in front of them. So they were yeah. just, I mean, what what was the stat that I heard? Like the Titans had one yard on first downs in the first half. <laughs> it, they had like negative, on their first three first downs, they had like negative 15 yards. Yep. On seven of their first 10 first down plays, they had zero or negative yards. Um, they're, they were atrocious on first and second and explosive on third down. Well, in the second half, they just started throwing it down the field to AJ Brown and that works. Turns out he's he's good. Yeah. First game back and he had what? 11 receptions and 140 something yards or 170 or something. Which is great. I mean, Debo had nine for 143 plus 35 yards on the ground, but, um, I, that was the thing going into that final drive was I'm like sitting there going like man I have, they fucking haven't where's Kittle been and then they flashed the two receptions for 21 yards I'm like okay I wasn't imagining it imagining that um and uh and then Debo and I was like and we haven't like Debo's been nice but like nothing crazy explosive like I'm used to I mean Debo's usually good for one of those types of plays you know something. 30 yards or more at least once a game um but it was like and and kittle said this after the game was we lost doug um kittle said this after the game but uh the the niners best players didn't play their best like kittle had a bad game um Trent Williams, even with that stupid 15-yard penalty, he had another penalty. Kittle, Kittle didn't even just not catch the ball well. He, like, he had a false start. Like, there was just some, it's just goofy shit. But this is what fucking happens. Yeah. On short week road games where you're traveling, like you know, a decent ways. Um, because you don't get to practice. You don't get to go against the scout team, right? It's like you fucking you rest up on Monday from Sunday. Um, start doing your probably do a walkthrough on Tuesday, travel Wednesday, play Thursday. But at no point do you really get any scout team stuff. You like it's it's uh it's rough, and and they went up against a, a, a again a, a team that's going to win their division, a team that's a you know now ten win team. Like that's a really tough assignment, made impossible by Jimmy G's first half. Like. Jimmy G in the second and third quarter made those like three or four passes made it impossible. The missed one to use check the pick in the end zone, the missed one to use check um, and uh, the pick right after halftime. Those three throws are the difference between the win and the loss. Yeah. I saw the use check miss and that was terrible. It was really bad. Yeah. Really, 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 really bad. And, um, yeah, it was a bad Jimmy night. Like, normally yeah. he's like 60 40. 
right? Like 60, 40 good. And that's enough for us to win the game. Um, but like, he's, I mean, he's good in those, he's good in those like last five minutes, last two minutes, like the Niners have scored more points in the last two minutes of the first half than any other team in football. Like he's a professional fucking quarterback. He, you know, he's, he fucks off a, a little bit, but you know, it's like, you can't, not every team can have Aaron Rodgers, Right. And these fucking people on fucking Niners Twitter. Oh, my God. This this is starting to sound familiar. Okay, go ahead. There we go. With the, the, uh, you know, a disgruntled fan base. Somebody mentioned that, you know, so get Trey Lance in there to cheer up a disgruntled fan base. Motherfucker. We were two and four at one point. Even after the loss, we're eight and seven. We control our own destiny for the fucking playoffs. Shut the fuck up. It's like, one game. You just you get to the tournament and you see what the fuck happens. You try and get to the tournament as healthy as possible and you see what happens. But like we weren't going to fu- like we weren't going to win our division this year. The, the Rams were too good. Uh, the Cardinals have been too good. And we got swept by the fucking Seahawks. Like, we are we have beat up on everybody that's not in our division. I think we're one and, th- one and four in our division. Yeah, we're one and four in our division. Shit happens. Like, we're still in contention to fucking win um, to get into the playoffs. And once you get in the playoffs, if you can run the ball and play good defense, then you know some shit can happen. Yeah. Right now, we're we're lined up to play the to, to play the Bucks. They're losing guys. They're not healthy. They're beat up. Like anything can fucking happen. Just get to the playoffs, which is made a little harder by the fact that they lost tonight. If they'd won tonight, they'd be like, I think their playoff odds are ninety five percent. But this like disgruntled fan base shit. Shut the fuck up. There's like, nobody worse than these people. I swear, some of these people don't even like their fucking team. No, it just get it. Yeah, it just it just adds onto their list of shit they can complain about. They're just like the bitch. Yeah, that's what they do. And and sports teams are a great outlet for that. Or they're mad because your quarterback planted a flag at Ohio State like four years ago. <laughs> oh wait, we're talking. Never mind. Sorry. Got off track there. Is that is that why they hate Baker? I think it is. I think there's a bunch of Ohio State cucks. And again, <laughs> that's the term I use for Browns fans. Um, <laughs> I think that pissed them off. Yeah. So uh, I, I wouldn't I think doubt it, it. Yeah. I mean, they they got to hang on to that kind of shit, especially in Ohio. You know. Yeah. There's nothing. They don't got much. Here. They got, and if you're there, you got to have pride, right? Yeah. But I don't know, dude. It's but yeah, it's frustrating. Going on Twitter after a loss because everybody's allowed to tweet. There should be rules against tweeting. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, there, there should be an age limit. Is there an age limit? Do you have to be eighteen to be on Twitter? Like Maybe there is. I don't know. Like I like. Yeah, it's I... probably like. It probably just says I'm eighteen on it, and you click it, and then you can. Yeah. It. But even though I'm saying that, like all the people I fucking hate are like forty year old white dudes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I mean, the, the, usually, the most hateable people. 
certain, the, you know, the, certain the people I end up the the people I usually do a good job of staying out of the comments. Like I stick to, hey, some uh, you know the beat writers posting an article. He's got this stat. He's got this. He's got this. Great. And I I tend to stay away from the comments. But like Tim Kawakami, who's I grew up reading. He was a writer in the LA Times. He was a, a sports writer in the LA Times. So I would like read him in the newspaper. That's how again. That's how fucking old. I we are, um, and now he's a he's the Niners beat writer for the Athletic, and he's a fun follow sometimes. But when the Niners like he predicted the Niners would lose this game, kind of for similar reasons that I've already stated, it's going to be a tough game, good team on the road Thursday, blah blah blah. Holidays, um, and he he thought that the Niners would lose a close game, and they ended up losing a close game, and people are just in there going like, they're. They're like, hey man, you don't have to be a homer, but you don't have to be a dick about it. And he's like, I just said you guys, I just said the Niners were gonna lose. It's not that big a fucking deal. Did you really think that this team is gonna win the Super Bowl? Like, did you really think that this team is gonna win the Super Bowl? Do you really think that Trey we're 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 one rookie quarterback who's thrown 30 meaningful passes in the last two years is the difference between this team being a Super Bowl contender and not? Like Give me a fucking break. Casuals. Casuals. I don't even think they're fucking casuals. I think they've gone full. Like, I think casuals and these fucking degenerates exist within one degree of each other. Out of 360 degrees, they exist within one degree of each other. But they're separated on how they got there. What'd you call that? What do you call that? It's, It's like horseshoe politics basically right they end up at the same spot even though they completely disagree on everything yeah exactly right so the casuals just sitting there going like hey man in madden i play the rookie and it's like cool you're 12 um and then on the other end of the spectrum you've got these guys that are that are like you know we've we've got a uh we've got a standard around here and we've got this and we've got that it's like I I almost want to rattle off the fucking Niners quarterbacks that I've had to live with in this fucking decade. It aside from early two thousand, Jess Garcia, Harbaugh year, Alex Smith and Kaepernick, and healthy Jimmy G. It will rival, and granted, that's like five years. I've probably totaled up there, six maybe. That will rival terrible quarterbacking across any team in the league. Browns, I think, take the cake, but like, <laughs> but it will rival. I mean, we're talking like Tim Rattay, bad Alex Smith, um, Ken Dorsey started fucking games for us, and um, the Browns, <laughs> and the Browns. <laughs> fucking Blaine Gabbert started games for us. Uh, there was the chip. We had like, a Gabbert. We had a Gabbert. <laughs> Not Blaine, but we had a Gabbert. It's like God, Jesus Christ! We've got a guy who fucking took us to a Super Bowl two years ago. He's playing well. There's not. There's nothing but stats up on the screen about like Jimmy G's been actually the best pl- quarterback in football for like six weeks. He's the most. Of, he's like one of the top five most efficient guys across the entire season. He's a career. He's got career efficiency numbers that like arrive are better than tons of guys. And everybody's like, yeah, but it's all run after the catch. Okay, yes. Now you sound smart, 
But the quarterback still has to put the ball in the right spot. Otherwise, the otherwise the receiver can't catch it in stride. Like these things all have to happen together. Yeah, the whole the whole argument of oh uh, this quarterback's not good because it's a run first team is the dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard in my life. Like you still got to be like you got to you got to be good with the attempts you get. Like if you're good with the attempts you get, like it's right. This just, is that's that's like the point I was making with those ninety yard drives. It's like yeah, you can't you can't be a run first team if you're not converting when it's the quarterback's time to throw. Yep. Because you you you'll, you're gonna get into if you're a run first team you're always gonna get into third downs. Now hopefully they're third manageable. Exactly. If they're not third manageable, then you've I mean Jimmy Jimmy converts on third and long, like he he does pretty well there. Um. Anyways, it's just I'm not. This is this is more fired up than I expected to be honestly. Um. Well, yeah. Well, you're not you're not talking about the team anymore. Yeah, I'm talking about idiots. The mouth breathing. Yeah, idiots. I mean, there's. I mean, that's. I I look at it like at least eighty percent of the population is that way. It's got to be higher in the football. Yeah, in in one way, shape, or form. So, if they're a sports idiot, if they're an idiot driver, if they're idiot, they're idiot fucking restaurant customers. They're idiot pedestrians, right? Like at least eighty percent of the population is an idiot. Well, it's like every everybody's got that one talent that separates them from everybody else. There's one thing that everybody does better than somebody else. But I guess Trevor's argument is there's also one thing that you're just a complete fucking moron over, and it's it's going to be either the thing that gets you killed or assaulted, um, and rightfully so. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, Trevor. We got to get you on Twitter so you can get a real number because I think that eighty percent is uh, well, 80, no, be, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say this: a hundred percent of those eighty percent are on Twitter. <laughs> there you and go. they're and I'll they're big that. mad. Yeah, they are big mad over uh, just nonsense. Yeah, losers. I mean, that's what the internet's done. It, it hasn't made it hasn't made people stupid. It's just shown how stupid people are. It's given it's given right. everybody a stupid microphone. Yeah, which I mean, and and you know, back when it was important, only certain people were allowed to speak. But and and well, even even in letters to the editor back in the day, right? Because there's <laughs> there was there was always some good stuff in like the letters to the editor, some rightfully pissed off people. But the stuff that made it through was always coherent because it had to be printed in the fucking newspaper, right? And it was like. There was some thought to it, even if it was angry, right? This between the fucking typos and um, and and just the incoherent messaging, it's uh, it's bad. It's and again, this is why I stay out of the comments, and I'm okay. good about staying out of the comments. But just like some of these guys get into, I mean, this would be me. Instagram's got reply to comments coming. A video reply to comments. So, like on on TikTok, you can video reply to comments, and like you create this flywheel of content, right? You post something, somebody comments on it, you fucking reply to the comment with a new video that comes up. I can't wait. Um, that's going to be my favorite feature on my fucking page. Um, but uh, fuck, man, it's 
Anyway, it's just a bunch of stupid people out there. Uh-huh. I expected uh-huh. that. Here's the, here's, the, here's the sum of it. I expected the Niners to lose. I was almost thinking it makes sense to sit some guys. Like, this is a really fucking tough game. Almost treat it like a fucking bye week. Like, if Kittle were to have gotten hurt on this short week, or if Bosa had gotten hurt on a short week, or if Jimmy had gotten hurt on a short week, that torpedo or Debo that torpedoes the season, and it's like we're in week sixteen. We control our own destiny. We got a game against the Texans that'll get us to, you know, if if we can if we can just beat the Texans at home, that gets us to nine wins, and we hold the tiebreaker over the Eagles and Vikings, who are the other seven win t- the who are the seven and seven teams. The Saints are the other one. Um, but that Texans game should basically lock it up for us. And then we got, we're at the Rams and the Rams might not even be playing for anything because they're not going to be a one seed. So the Niners and Rams might go into that game, both kind of being like, we can't improve our position. Like the Rams are going to be the fifth seed. We might as well rest our guys. Um, And so if the Niners need that game, then the Niners have a decent shot because I imagine that if the Niners, if the Rams don't need it, that they're not going to risk Ramsey, they're not going to risk Aaron Donald, um, they might, they're they're not going to risk Stafford or Odell or Cup, and you know, go out there and you should be able to win that game. All you know, it's still football on any given Sunday, but like the Niners conceivably have two very easy games coming up as long as the Rams don't have anything to play for. So, yeah. anyways, um, and and not having anything to play for could be like they could be the three seed or the two seed, and um, and just not be able to improve their position. Like, but they're the Rams are going to basically be playing in the wild card round, and it's like, do you want the week of rest or do you not? Um. Now they might choose not to just because it's the Niners and the Niners have beaten them five straight times and they might want to go out there and try and spoil the Niners season if they can. But that seems like a fucking really short-sighted emotional emotional risk. So, now we'll see. Um, but A.J. Brown's good. Yeah, he is. I mean, the Niners secondary is fucking atrocious. So, here's... Maybe this is maybe one of the last seven points I make about this game. Um, the Niners have one terrible weakness and two. Um, let's see here. What's the right word to two? What's not? It's not a weakness, but it's a yeah. You know, they've got okay. So they've got two a parts of the team coming. Sure, they've got they've got two. They've got two shortcomings and one glaring weakness and the glaring weakness is not jimmy the glaring weakness is it's their fucking cornerbacks cornerbacks um ambry thomas is a is is ryan gosling and remember the titans level bad right now where did he go to college he is an absolute liability uh michigan i'm assuming ohio yeah michigan Uh, we can hate on Michigan too. Yeah, he now sat I'm... out, but he and he sat out due to COVID, and like lost a bunch of weight, 
um because he got sick or some shit i don't know but he's like still putting on weight aj brown tapped him on the shoulder and he basically fell over it looked like pass interference but aj brown just like kind of gently put his hand on him that wasn't even the play that aj brown threw jimmy ward on the ground um the uh The, the inconsistencies, the shortcomings, are Jimmy and the pass protection, especially on the right side. But, you know, you can game plan around that. So, yeah. But you can't game plan around your cornerback not being – either cornerback being good in coverage. Yeah. And that's the thing that will – you know – that's the thing that will fuck the, the they'll fuck them if they can't if the Niners can't get turnovers, or if they need to stop somebody in the last five minutes of a game, in the last two minutes of a game, in the last I don't know thirty seven seconds of a game, um, that the Niners are not able to get a stop um, because they can't they can't cover on the outside and and if the pass rush isn't getting home and the pass rush only didn't get home because they were holding. They were only sending out like two or three guys into each route. Like they were blocking with seven guys. They were Most keeping two tight ends tight ends a lot. Yeah. What was that, Doug? I was just agreeing. They were, they kept two tight ends almost on every pass play. Yeah. Um still got home four times. So anyways, I don't know. Um Yeah, they must have been double teaming. Kindle, Kittle a lot too. I mean, I I saw a couple times where they actually. That's the one thing about watching football games. It kind of annoys me. Sometimes you can't see like the coverage downfield. Everything's you know you're looking at the line and the quarterback. I want to see what the where the receivers are. What coverage? Like I wish they did better on that. That uh, where they go. Oh, Jimmy just didn't have anybody to throw to. It's like, well, fucking show me why. Yeah, let me see that shit. Yeah. You got that fucking camera on a wire flying around all over the place. Like, let's use that shit. Yeah show me downfield but there was a couple plays where they did and i saw they were like they double teamed kittle pretty much on on those replays i saw yeah i mean so. they, they were bracketing him like outside and inside and uh i expect that was probably what they were doing all game because kittle just doesn't yeah. like kittle just randomly doesn't go for two for 21 yeah like he's he's the focal point of that offense when it's not debo's turn to grab the ball well, yeah, if you're playing against the Niners, you got to, I guess you got to try to stop one of those two guys. Yeah, and you're you not stopping stop. fucking Debo. You can't, <laughs> well, I'm saying you can't stop both, you know. But, right, yeah. So. And, and yeah, if you're lucky, you stop one of them. Yeah. If you're lucky, you stop one of them and Jimmy G, and you catch the ball when Jimmy G throws it to you. That's the game plan. Yep. If you can do that, you can beat the Niners. Especially when Jimmy leaves points out on the field. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. 
And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. Um... How about we do our draft and then we'll do the Festivus stuff? Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll keep football all the way through and then we'll close with Festivus. So, um, Festivus for the rest of us. So, last week, the final score ended up being five to three to three. Doug won. So, the draft order will be Doug, then not Joe, then Trevor. Trevor, that means you go after me and you get two picks in a row. Okay, cool. All right. Um, so Doug, you have the first pick. We're going to go eight rounds. There are 15 more games, so there's 30 possible teams. We're only going to pick 24 of them. Okay. My first pick, I am picking the Chargers to beat the Texans. And that's my pick. (laughs) (laughs) I have no further commentary. I have no further comment on this point. Picking against um, the Texans and Davis Mills and the Chargers. Our playoff team, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I, man, I've just been riding the Bucks. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bucks again. I think I've had the Bucks like five weeks straight, it feels like. But uh, Bucks at Panthers. I don't think Tom Brady's getting held to less than five fantasy points this week. I don't. Just a hunch. Antonio Brown is back. I'm happy to have Antonio Brown on my fantasy team. I'm just as happy as Bruce Arians is to welcome Antonio Brown back. I will not be releasing him from my fantasy team just because he faked his his vaccination card. Um, We need him to win this Sunday. And, uh, you know, there's worse things that he's done. And uh, if we forgave him for the other things, we can forgive him for this one. So um, I don't forgive him. Federal fel- uh, a federal felony notwithstanding, um, we're we're happy to have AB back. Go Trevor. Right. I'm going with the Chiefs, the Chefs, the Shifts, and the Sorry Doug Packers. I get it. I get it. How many? Doug how many? Bra- how many brownies are going to be back for that one? Uh, they're, I don't know. They're, they've been getting like three and four guys back each day this week. So, okay. so they'll probably only have like 15 guys out. But... <laughs> um, all right. God, Jags at Jets just seems so appealing. Right. <laughs> I, I almost did that. Um, Giants at Eagles. Um, there are there are some there are some very middling teams playing yep. awful teams. Yep. That I just feel this is a hard week. Yeah. Um especially with all the covid shit. This is a this is a toss up. Goddamn covid. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys. 
Doug, you you got two picks. They just clinched a playoff spot with the Niners last tonight. The Cowboys did. Cheers to Cowboys Nation. Welcome. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I was going to take the Cowboys, so now I actually got to look for my next pick. That always makes me feel good when when Doug says that was going to be my pick. It's like, okay, I did yep. something right. Yeah, you're good. Um. Do. Uh, I guess I'll go with the Eagles over the Giants. Yeah, I guess I'm doing that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are we still doing the Glennon thing, or is Daniel is Danny Dimes back? I think no, they, they, back. Yeah. they pulled him for the season, yeah. Oh, they did? Oh, okay, yeah. I'm taking the Eagles. Screw it. Mike Glennon and I, his neck are not going to win that game. I saw uh, – um, <laughs> It's funny that Daniel Jones is out with a neck injury and Mike Glennon just didn't donate <laughs> part of his neck to help him. Here, take some of this. I yeah, thought right? that was I thought that was really selfish. And here, I got a called, I got a spare me- I got a spare neck I don't use. I have three extra vertebrae that I just don't need. Yeah, you want one? All good, man. You know, it's all you. I, it's like I've just been looking for a place to put these. I don't really want to play. Take mine. Right. <laughs> have you seen this offensive line here? Take my vertebrae. Yeah, I'm good, man. I'll just I get paid the same if I play or not. All right. Yeah, I signed up to hold the clipboard. You're young, you're healthy. Why are you out here? Freaking <laughs> neck, bro. Uh, um you got for myself. Um I'm gonna take the Colts over the Cardinals, even though that's probably gonna be a close game. Two good teams. I just I'm gonna jump on that Colts bandwagon. Yeah, if there's room for me. That was on my list. So, yeah, so Colts and Eagles. See, that that would really – I don't know. I don't I, – I just don't want the Rams to have anything to play for in Week 18. So, whatever has to happen to get to that point, I'm cheering for. So, so you I want the Cardinals pre- to win. I'd prefer the Cardinals to run away with the division, I think, at this point. Um, but I think they're fucking tied. Yes, they're both 10 and 4. Yeah. Cardinals have the edge in the division, um, mostly because of that Niners loss, that the, the that, that Niners loss that the Rams have. Um, the, uh Yeah. So yeah, I, so who do the, well who do the Cardinals play? So they play the Colts, which isn't great. Tough game, and then they got Colts, Cowboys, Seahawks. Yeah, they could Christ. lose all three. They could sh- certainly lose all three. Um, the Rams play. Fuck do the Rams play? Vikings. You're not going to lose that game. Um, it's in Minnesota. I mean, some there's some cousins curse stuff happening here, but Vikings, Ravens, Niners. I mean, the Rams could lose all three of those. Yeah. God, if the Niners could have ended up with the division title, and all they had to do was beat Colt McCoy and <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks one time. If that was the difference, and they could have ended up with a, a, a division title of eleven wins, 
or or Jimmy G just doesn't fucking pulls his head out of his plays without his head lodged in his ass for an entire game, like he could have done tonight. Um. Okay. Anyway, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna go Rams. Ramalama ding dong. I do not see them losing to the Vikings. The Rams are rolling. Wyatt, I am rolling. In my man Steve rolling. Trevor, you're up. All right. We'll roll the dice. Rolling the dice. I'm going with the Saints. My boy, Ian Book. Yeah. Go Irish. I'm excited for Book to get a start. Yeah, I hope he plays well. Yep. That that is I mean that Dolphins team is hot. It is, hot. but they got they gotta they gotta calm down, I think. You think they gotta cool off at some point? Back to reality. Yep. I mean, you just don't know what Saints team is showing up. Exactly. Like, is it the team that gets to play? Like, maybe you could hypnotize them to think to be like, "Hey, this is actually the Dolphins are actually the Bucks. They're both from Florida." Yeah, you know, Tua and Tom sounds similar. Yeah, Tagovailoa and Brady. Same thing. Same thing. I think Tagovailoa, or however you say it. Is uh, Polynesian for Brady? It, yeah, uh, it might be. It loosely translates. To we Brady. didn't talk about him truck sticking a safety on Monday's pod Tuesday. for the Jets. When he hit, yeah. Was it the Jets they played? Yeah, that was pretty yeah. funny. Like, because hey, he's he's essentially the smallest quarterback in the league, right? Right. Like, oh, I guess Tyler Lego Man Murray. But yeah, he's the smallest quarterback that would attempt to run over somebody. Yeah, he's tough so that makes here. him the smallest quarterback in the league. All right, yeah. Trevor, you got one more picks. You pick the Saints. You got another pick. We'll go with the Seahawks over the Bears. The Bears are hopeless, but so are the Seahawks. But I still think Seahawks. Um, okay. Broncos, Raiders, um, Bills, Pats, Ravens, Bengals. I'm (laughs) matchups. I'm gonna go. I, you know, listen, I'll take the, I'll, I'll take the Cardinals. I get a I get a ten win team and I get a ten win team at home uh, in the fourth round. I'll take it. You took it. Broke a major rule of engagement. Anyway, I took it. Um, I'm gonna go with. Oh, this sucks. Who are these teams? <laughs> like the Broncos are like who the fuck are the Broncos? They're seven. They're such a weird team. And they're 
they're for sure starting Drew Locke this week. Yeah. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater was stretchered off. Like, I can't imagine he's back. Yeah. It is early. It's only Thursday, so there's time to go. But, like. Yeah, I think I'll take the Raiders. I think he's just a better. I think they're just better. Um, so the Raiders is one pick, and then my other pick is man. I really want to you know, fuck it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the Bengals are gonna beat the Ravens again. Damn it, that was my fucking pick too, bro. Plus, I'm hearing that uh, Lamar's still injured and might not even play. So we'll go Bungles. All right. Um, I'm gonna go. Dolphins. Okay. I was thinking about that one. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go Dolphins. I maybe should have taken them in in front of the Cardinals, but I'm going to go Dolphins. Okay. Trevor, you're up. All right. I'm going with, uh, going with the underdogs with the Lions. And the Jaguars. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Both winnable games. You said the Jaguars? Yeah. I I was debating picking the Lions instead of the Dolphins. I that that Atlanta team doesn't seem good. Lions are hot, bro. They are. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Lions believe. And the Falcons yep. are just trying to like, they're 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 a fraudulent six and eight, like that is, like the Lions, don't like I think the Jags have the top pick now, right? Yeah. Jeez. Jaguars. Okay. I don't know if they're going to want to give up that top spot, man. It's the Jets. I think the Jags are tanking. It's the Jets. So Lions and Jaguars for you, Trevor? Yep. Um, Lions and Jaguars, huh? Kind of jealous of that Lions pick. I'm not going to lie. Um, I, I'm going to go Pats. Bills. Revenge I mean, they're, they're they're at home. I mean, McCorkle's going to have to throw the ball this time. But I'm not scared. He ain't scared. Okay. You're up. Next pick. So we hit on every game. Um, Uh, Yeah, we have. Yeah. You took the Raiders. Um, so I mean, the Jets Jaguars getting that game, getting either team picked is, is its own upset. I feel like I got to go with an upset, at least one upset a week. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, I am going to go. Jeez. Can't figure it out. Yeah, I hate these teams. I hate every team. I'll go with the Bills. 
<laughs> Fuck it. The Bills are going to win a revenge game. <clears throat> Stupid wind and weather. Watch it be all nasty in New England now. Um, and then for my next selection, so that's what? How many is that? Six? One, two. Yeah, three, you got four, two five, more. You, you got another pick, and then you get the final pick as well. Okay. I'm going to go with, I don't know. I got a bunch of guys out with COVID. <laughs> uh, fuck it. I'm going to go with the Vikings at home against the Rams. Damn it. That was that was my next one. Doug. I don't like that pick, but I'm doing it. I hate all these other teams. I'm going to go with the... The Ravens. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Ravens. Snoop Tyler, Huntley. Snoop Huntley. Ty, Tyler? Tyler Huntley? Yeah. Is it t- Taylor Heineke and Tyler Huntley? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and I they thought look, that's... And, and they look the same, too, which is wild. Both TH and both, like, from, like... You know the the DMV area. So many similarities. Trevor, you're up. You got uh, your I, last two picks. I got two, right? God yep. damn it, this is terrible. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with the football team on an up on an upset. Okay. Because fuck the Cowboys. Uh, and then I'm also gonna pick the Jets. Covering both ends of He's that. He's taking yeah. both sides yeah. of Jaguars Jets. It's a yeah. fucking this shit's chest. It ain't checkers. If they tie, you don't get credit for either one. Just saying so because you know. that could, that could happen too. <laughs> if there's any two oh, teams in the league that'll tie, it'll be those two. That's like that's like a loser leaves town match. Like right, yeah. That that if the that's NFL had relegation, that would be the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah, they should. Yeah, what if they went down to like? There's a new league coming out, right? the The USFL is coming back. I think the Rock is in charge of that, or is that the XFL that he's in charge of now? Is XFL back too? Yeah, I think the Rock bought the XFL. Did it? Yeah. I mean, it's, with all it's, that, so with all that, it's so with amazing. With all that tequila money. With all of that, all of these secondary football uh, uh, leagues. None of them have they've all tanked. But the last one, which was the last one? The The fan controlled football league, that one? Or the no. AAFL? With the AAFL. San Diego had a team. Yeah, yeah. And that was just COVID that pretty much wiped that one out. They Basically, just started. Yeah. So is that getting is that getting brought back or is it something all different? I think that they're redoing the USFL, I think. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough to say. And the times. XFL. I don't I don't even watch college. I don't know how much other NFL leagues I've got in me. It, it's, like you other remember football. like when the when the, when the XFL came out, it was you know like like more hitting and like less rules. Is that still going to play? No, like that like, that's they can't, they, they can't do that anymore. The best thing they ever did was let those guys put whatever they want on the back of the jerseys. Remember, he hate me. He hate yeah. me. Yeah. 
That's about it. That's all. That's all Who I got that? for the XFL. Did, wasn't he on the on the Panther? Yeah. I don't know his In real the, name. He's, he he hate me to me. Rod yeah. Smart. I feel like. Yeah. If I if I got that right, he hate me. Rod Smart. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill myself. I should not have that piece of knowledge. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. That's pretty funny. If my wife is listening to this, she's gonna divorce me. That is terrible. Um, okay. I'm just gonna edit that out. Like, no, no, nobody needs to know that I knew his name no, back then. No, the, the point is to show how old we are. I mean, you just did it. Yeah. Oh. Plus he like he was on a couple teams. He yeah Charger, he was on the Chargers, I think. Raiders, Panthers. He was on Eagles. He was on a couple teams. I mean, there's. He hate me is better than a lot of the fucking nicknames that they've got right now. Sure, it's it's like all time, really. Would you like, rather go by he hate me or Tarold? Who's Tarold? That's yeah. Rod Smart's real name. Tarold Deshaun Smart. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, so Rod is short for Tarold. Yep. I was to roll years old when so I learned that. Is, that. is that why? Is that why he goes by he hate me because Most he, likely. he was given that name? And he yeah. hates himself. Yeah. He's, he's talking about his father who gave him to rolled smart as a name. Yep, yeah, not a good name. To rolled yourself. He got <laughs> that. Remondres me. Um, all right. Dad jokes are flowing tonight. It's been good. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the fuck. I'm gonna go with the Steelers, just yes. because COVID COVID might destroy the Chiefs. And the fucking Steelers just keep fucking figuring out how to win games. Like they're gonna be 500 or better again. That guy that Tomlin does not have losing records ever. Jesus Christ. All right, cool. Uh, last pick. One, two, yeah. Three, four, five, six, seven. Yep. Yeah. All right. Bing bong. Bing. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. To... I'm taking the Falcons at home against the fucking Lions. That's like a just a fine pick for the last pick, I think. Yeah, I. Uh... I should have done that. I, I went with the I, I went with the team that I went with the team that I thought had a chance because of their pedigree, instead of looking at who they were playing. And uh, and the the Falcons are kind of a team that's somewhat overachieved at six and eight. I feel like that's what I'm saying. They're they're a fraudulent six and eight. Yeah, that's why I was. That's why I like the. I mean. Trevor picked the Lions in the fifth round. I was thinking about taking them in like the fucking fourth. Yeah. Somewhere in there. But that's just that's just I'm I'm I've got a Dan Campbell boner right now, and only only one thing to do with that is take the Lions, and I just I I didn't. So the teams that were absolutely positive are losing. That we are collectively positive are losing. 
are the Browns. No way. They're winning. 52 nothing. No way, no how. Not uh, now, the, not never. The Giants. Like, yeah, not my problem. <laughs> the Panthers. The Texans. The Bears. And the Broncos. Those are the games we didn't touch. Let's not let's not say we're certain they're gonna lose. Oh man, I hope the Browns win. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, come we, on, let's keep the season going. Win and win this game. Is this is this losing your done scenario? Uh, I mean, we're in like, I mean, we're in like twelfth place right now. So, but we're only one game behind the three wild card teams. So. Every game counts. Yeah, so we're definitely still in it. All right. So in terms of dating how old we are, um, I've talked about reading a newspaper. Um, I was able to come up with uh, He Hate Me's, not his birth name, but his name. Yeah. Off the top of my head. From a league that disbanded twenty years ago. When was the XFL around? I just fucking closed it. I think it, yeah, it was like two thousand two when he was on the Las Vegas Outlaws. So about twenty years, yeah. Real, uh, yeah, XFL, the two thousand one XFL. Yeah, they were around for three months. They were twenty years ago, and I was able to come up with his name off the top of my head. Um, and now Festivus, which is, uh, originated on a TV show that I think stopped airing 20 fucking years ago. Jerry, even more than 20 years, right? Um, the Festivus episode. Oh, God. well, I mean, I don't. Seinfeld was on for like nine seasons and it started, did it start in the eighties? Seinfeld? Early 90s, I think. So the, the, the episode, for the Festivus episode was December 18th, 1997. Oh, okay. So. First season anyway, of Seinfeld came out in July 89. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Well, well. So uh, Wikipedia has Festivus, for all you kids out there, is a secular holiday celebrated on December 23rd as an alternative to the pressures and commercialism of the Christmas season. Um, originally created by author Daniel O'Keefe, Festivus entered popular culture after it was made the focus of the 1997 Seinfeld episode, The Strike, which O'Keefe's son, Dan O'Keefe, co-wrote. The non-commercial holiday celebration is depicted on Seinfeld, occurs on December 23rd, and includes a Festivus dinner, an unadorned aluminum Festivus pole, Practices such as the airing of grievances and feats of strength and the labeling of easily explainable events as Festivus miracles. Um, so, so for all you kids out there, this is pre-woke stuff. I mean, this was, I guess this was the woke of its time, but this was anti-capitalism. Anti, yeah, anti-commercialism. Like, oh, you know, oh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah okay. Anti-commercialism. Right, which was um, 
it wasn't it was non-secular obviously that's what they're saying it's a non-secular yeah. holiday um it didn't separate culture or it wasn't about it, it wasn't about inclusion while being completely inclusive right so they you've got the festivus pole uh, which, which is, is like the Christmas tree, right? Basically, what you it's don't. Kinda, it's kind of like the Christmas tree. It's like a four-foot aluminum pole <laughs> on a stand. Are you reading this stuff on Wikipedia? Well, no, I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I, I'm reading it. I'm reading it right now. Festivus pole. The aluminum pole was not part of the original Oki family celebration, which centered on putting a clock in a bag and nailing it to a wall. <laughs> the Festivus pole was on Seinfeld. Was originated in Seinfeld. Then, That's fucking hilarious. Then you get the Festivus dinner, uh, the the airing of grievances, which is the airing of grievances is the part of Festivus that I the think is the is most podcastable. I mean, that's basically a podcast. A podcast is just an airing of grievances. That's all it is, and so. Um, I figured we'd we'd air some grievances. So do we want to air some NFL grievances? Yeah, I mean, you know, Maybe. yeah, it should just be some grievances. I mean, my I'll start I've, us off. I've got one. I meant to bring it up on on the last podcast, and and maybe I did, and I just haven't gotten it completely out of my system. But the underthrown ball leap turning into a pass interference for the offense. <laughs> is the most aggravatingly stupid fucking rule application of that rule in football. The expectation that a cornerback is going to be able to both stay with the wide receiver, be looking back for the football, and then be able to get out of the way of the receiver when the ball is purposefully underthrown and that the only point of that ball is to the only point of that throw is to draw a pass interference flag, which stops being football and just turns into James Harden dribbling at the top of the fucking key. Mm. That's all that is. That is the James Harden fucking uh, circa 2019 of football plays. It is only designed to draw a fucking flag and should be fucking outlawed immediately as the ball being uncatchable. Like if, if the ball, if your pass as a quarterback, you lob one up and it lands 10 feet in front of the receiver, like behind the receiver, or, you know, it's an underthrown ball. Sucks to be you. You don't get fucking credit for the receiver having to like stop and run back through the cornerback to get that fucking ball. That's horseshit. I fucking hate it. And this part of the reason bullshit. I hate it is that it works so well against the Niners. No, but that's would you that's... do you hate it more than the offsides guy getting grabbed by the face mask? That that, that that's not a play. Um, and in the moment, I hate you for bringing that up again. Okay. Um, but airing of grievances, it's fine. The <laughs> the. Oh God, no! I that that underthrown fucking pass interference ball, though, and the way it's talked about as a strategy. Now, I'm like, oh yeah, they just chuck it up there, man, and uh, yeah, you know, worst case, you're gonna draw a flag. That's horseshit. Yep. And 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 shouldn't be football. 
That shouldn't be that the game is hard enough on fucking cornerbacks with all the fucking rules changes to now also make them play with their head like literally on a fucking 360 degree swivel. It's horseshit. I yield my time. I like it. Trevor, you got one? How long are we doing this? <laughs> is it is it one each? Hey, right, you know. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this is a two parter. I have a grievance with taunting penalty. The new taunting penalty? Yeah, it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. And what it should replace or what 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 should replace it is excessive celebration down by more than ten points. You know, I was looking at Ambry Thomas today, like stunting oh, yeah. after breaking up a couple passes. And I'm like, bro, it's... you you have given up a perfect passer rating for your career. Please stop just because you broke up two passes. But anyway, I I your 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 point holds, Trevor. I'm with you. It's so fucking obnoxious. You know, and it leads to, you know, uh situations like we saw with uh our boy um our TikTok buddy. Right, like uh, it, he was. That was that was a play too. You know, that was a great play, and and you know, it's first down. You know, uh, game ending drive. Right, but this this me me me. I need to celebrate anything I do, no matter what. It's it's out of hand. It's absolutely out of hand. I'm all for celebrating and you know getting pumped up and shit like that, but you just make an actual fool out of yourself when you're doing it. Especially when 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 down, and I shouldn't say ten, right? I should say more like twenty. Yeah, that was that was definitely that was one of that was like one of the things I was gonna say. Basically, players like like when the defense gets an interception and they're down by three touchdowns and they go to the end zone and do all the team celebrations in front of that camera end zone right. camera they have now, like right. Bro, you guys are losing by three scores. Like, you yeah. don't need the whole team in the back of the end zone celebrating an interception. With yeah, you guys have not a minute, had a good game. A minute twenty-seven left. You have nothing to celebrate. Somebody is going to roll an ankle and tear ligaments in their ankle on that meaningless jog to the end zone, and I'm here for it as long as it's you know not my team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like. Uh, it's like if you get injured doing something stupid, you you get no sympathy. Yeah, play like stupid people, games, win stupid prizes. Like unvaccinated people that die from COVID. It's like, huh? Should have got vaccinated. <laughs> yeah. Like, was that Martin Gramatica? Was he the one that? Uh... Yep. He's a good one. He tore his Achilles. Was it Achilles or ACL when he jumped up for his field goal make? Something. Who's the guy that gave himself a concussion by headbutting the goalpost? I was just gonna bring that up. Well, not the goalpost, but the the, the wall the, was Gus Perot. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like gave himself a gave himself a stinger or some kind of neck yeah. He issue. hurt his neck. Yeah. Yeah. Let's headbutt a wall with the with the top of your head, not even the hard part of your head. Your forehead. God, any idiot <laughs> right. knows this. Yeah, like like just directly compact compact in the spine. Right. Yeah. Hey, that didn't hurt. Hey, let's go dive in a three foot pool now. <laughs> All right, Doug. Any grievances? Um, yeah, mine's pretty obvious. It's the Cleveland Cucks. 
I got I got beef. Cleveland media, Cleveland cucks. You guys are fucking idiots. Should buy a horse, go live in the mountains. Stop bothering people. Don't vote. Don't reproduce. I could I could kind of smell it when I got out of my car when I got in Ohio. I could I just <laughs> they were around. Yeah, the air is thick there, and it's not it's not the humidity. Yeah, it's the stupid. Yeah, and it's weird because my whole life it's been. Cleveland Browns got the best fans. They're diehard fans. The team sucks, but we're always there to support them. And now we're like a decent team. And these they, fucking idiots are bitching. They just don't know how to. They just don't. They don't know. They don't know they what don't to do with their hands. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's such unfamiliar territory for them. They just, they have to complain. Yeah. But the, fan, so I mean, the fans, to... you know, they're casuals and they don't know a lot. But the, the Cleveland media here is absolute horseshit. So Aaron Goldhammer, Tony Plute, or no, I like Terry Pluto, but Tony Grossi. Grossi, yeah, Mary Kay Calvert, Ken Carmen, Anthony Lima. These guys are fucking garbage. Go do something else. No one wants to hear you. These are my grievances. <laughs> uh, Trevor, you got any more? Mm, nah, I think I'm. I mean, I, I think bad, I, I got as passionate as I'm gonna get about that about that underthrown fucking pi fucking bullshit. I could right, I could I, do that one again if you want. I'm like, I mean, bad bad officiating. It's a good one with, with with all of these replays with all of these camera angles. You're still making terrible game deciding calls that cost a lot of money right i mean not even i'm not even talking about vegas talking about what it can take from some of these players yeah it's you know they're the wins and loss it's it's you know one win one loss away it's a game of inches and these terrible spots too it's atrocious i don't know you know and 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 of course that's a very difficult job i'm not underplaying the difficulty of being a professional referee in all across sports. It's it's probably one of the hardest jobs there is. But I'm there is the human side of things, which you may not see something. Your eyes do play tricks on you. That's okay. What we do have are safety nets for those human mistakes, and they're not used. And we've talked about this before. They're not used as efficiently as they can be at all. It seems half-assed, and if we're getting if we're getting better angles on television than they are at a game, that doesn't make any sense either. It's the um, it's like they don't want to hurt the referee's feelings, right? Is is that's the thing? It's like you have all this available to you. Who are you protecting? Because it's not us the fans it's not the teams it's not the betters right it's- well there has there has there has to be an internal rating right there are internal rating system for referees and that's a mystery to most people right how how you know how they keep their jobs how they get more games how they get to the super bowl how they get to the playoffs right there are there's a there's a hierarchy amongst referees so that's just done internally I mean, here's here's here, here's the 
Here's how bad it is, though. Nobody's like, going to remember a referee's name if the technology overturns their call. They will remember their name if they cost the team a game. Right. Here's so how it, 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 it's protecting them. It's making them, you know, fade, you know, fade into the background more, which is where they should be. The. Yeah, you're you're right. The I mean, here's how bad the refereeing is. Right. These are the best we've got. The best, right? Which, which just, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's like kickers, right? They're like fighter like, pilots. They're like fighter pilots. There's only like fucking twenty of them. Well, there's, there's. <laughs> well, do you remember? Remember the astronauts. ref strike when we didn't have the refs and the backup refs were in and they were, I mean, they were oh, significantly God. worse. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. So. Like, can you imagine? Like, <laughs> you, can you imagine just like pulling up like Pac-12 refs for right the Super well, that's Bowl. What they did. Right, like, did. but it's right. but it's not again, and maybe you know what it does to the profession of of refereeing um, may put a ceiling on that, right? Or then it's like, well, why do we have refs anyway if we have technology? But you, it, it just needs to get corrected. We, we we have the means to make it right. We need to make it right. I mean, what I, I here's part of the problem: they are trying to retrofit new technology onto the same system of refereeing that's existed for a hundred years. Right. So they're trying to augment the humans with the technology instead of it's like, maybe let the technology fucking be the starting point. And you say, okay, where, where can we use humans to make sure that the technology is doing the right stuff? Right, so it's like. Yeah, I mean, essentially, I, they're saying referees are more important than factory workers. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll replace factory workers thousands at a time, but they won't place a fucking referee. Right, I mean, they're 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 augmenting, like they're 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 doing it backwards, right? If 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 the camera angles are that good and we can see whether you know we can see that fucking the the play should have been called dead and uh, Trent Williams not been called for a 15-yard face mask. Um, if we can see that, right, because we've got fucking 4K TVs in fucking our bathroom, then why can't the referees also, like, they talk about having one sky judge, right, to, like, look at all yeah. these things. Yeah, like, they go to why New York. Have, why not have eight? Right. Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why isn't there a committee? And and who is it that's usually on the broadcast? Isn't it like two or three of them that they go to? There's always like a you know a, an ex referee yeah, or like every a... every network's got their own referee guy that they go to. Yeah. Right. How about that guy? Because every time I'm watching a game, that guy makes the right call. Yeah. Well, they the the networks keep paying, hiring them away. They they've like hired the last four heads of officiating away from the NFL. Right. That's a way better job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So no, that's where I mean, you like, go, right. I mean, what if you had? What if you had two guys on the field to handle spotting the ball, um, and breaking up fucking fights, right? And then you had six guys just monitoring fucking cameras or monitoring fucking. Uh, uh, no, I mean monitors. Sure. If you don't want to replace jobs, you don't have to replace jobs. You keep the same amount of guys there. You just mm -hmm. use the technology, and more people create jobs to correct the fucking problem. Right. Right. Nobody loses. 
The game, Here's, the game keeps its integrity. Everybody keeps their jobs. More people get jobs. You just got to keep the game flowing. I think that's probably a big. But they, but they don't. They take so long sometimes on some bullshit yeah. and taunting penalties. Fuck out of here. I can tell you this: if uh, if if we're using video first as opposed to you know human first, right? Yeah. They Nick Bosa would be drawing a lot more holding calls. I'll tell you that right fucking now. Hey man, Miles Garrett, dude. Um, and there is, okay. but there is part of there is part of kind of just like baseball, right? There's there's a bit of artistry in in cheating, right? Yeah. There 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 are certain methods and things you can use as a defensive back, as a receiver, as a lineman, offensive and, lineman, they right? Say, they say you could call holding on every play, you know. So yeah, like a hand placement. So we don't. I don't think we go that far. It just has to be the egregious stuff. Yeah, and, well, and that- worst of worst of all, it's it's blatant, like we saw Tuesday. Or like a Saints playoff game. Right. Like right. just blatant <laughs> shit. And it happened in, you know, um, the worst, one of the worst things I've ever seen was, what the hell was his name? That White Sox pitcher who lost, lost his a, no perf- hitter, yeah. a perfect game. It wasn't a no hitter. Oh, a perfect game. It was yeah. a perfect game on the last out by a guy who was out by a foot and a half. Yep. And that umpire even had to like, Apologize, right? He was he was he apologize. was devastated. He was devastated, and he's even wrote a book about it, about how that has affected his life because Obviously of what he not took his away to write because <laughs> because what it took away from that pitcher and how special you know this guy's an obviously an absolute lover and and historian of baseball and and what that did and and that's the biggest regret of his entire life and it will always be and he'll regret it till the day he dies right like that's the shit he says okay you save that guy and the player the injustice of making the right call on fucking video he still yeah. keeps his job it's 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 it just makes it makes no fucking sense it's a win win yeah i mean it's it's um anyways it's they're i just i think they're doing it backwards right like tear yeah. it down like so, going back to your point about like, hey, yes, you could call holding on every play as they've written the rule. Well, write write a simpler rule, right? Like, go back to the because I've I've said this before, is that I think there's too many fucking rules, right? You can't right, hit like the guy here, you hand. can't hit him here, you can't do this, you can't do that. Right. Like they've added all these safety rules over the last like twenty years that have made the fucking game completely arbitrary, and impossible to call evenly um and it creates this thing where it's like hey the more rules you have the more decisions the referees are making the more decisions they're making the more bias gets pulled into it and everything else like trim down the fucking rule book right like do keep the safety things right but really trim it down and fucking use the fucking technology to use the technology to do it better um Okay, the Pro Bowl Industrial Complex. Everything from about the Pro Bowl just drives me fucking nuts. <clears throat> the fact that we have it, a completely pointless game, playing the most dangerous sport we have, where guys are consistently risking. I mean, fucking Vincent Jackson, we never had a hit, you know, never had a history of concussions uh, necessarily, and he had stage two CTE. Uh, Philip Adams, he had CTE. He he fucking killed six people. Um, you know, it's like we're just rolling this out there for fucking what? Nobody yeah. wants to go. 
right? And and when I say the Pro Bowl industrial complex, I don't just mean the Pro Bowl itself. I mean all of like you notice that we did not talk about the Pro Bowl once on this podcast. If we did not we, talk we, about we, Pro Bowl selection, we've talked about we it before. Talk- right, we talked about it before because of just like this and what we think this Pro Bowl should be. Well, and but we are not going to be discussing snubs, like. The whole like, well, th- this guy should have made it fine over who? And this guy should have made it fine over who? Tell me the name that you're fucking striking off the list. If you're not fucking telling me the name to strike off the list, it's not a fucking snub. It's just you bitching that your fucking favorite player didn't fucking make it. Tell me why he's better than somebody who did. And also, don't talk to me about the Pro Bowl. I don't care about Pro Bowl selections. Nobody should care about Pro Bowl selections because Mitch Trubisky made a Pro Bowl. It ceases the the relevancy of the Pro Bowl ceased to exist at that moment. Anyway, yeah, I feel like they should just do uh, just like the games. Like remember when they used to do like the like the races, like the forty yard dash races, yeah. like yeah, way back in the day. Competition. And the skills competition. And, yeah. I mean, they did the beach football with that Robert Edwards dude like tore his leg up. So they can't do that anymore. <laughs> no, right. No, um, but that stuff's fun. You know, you can still celebrate these guys and do some fun stuff like that. Fucking do a dunk would, contest, man. I, I would. I would rather. Yeah, we see... said that. We said that. We think we said yeah. There's like a yeah. There's definitely a NHL level skills competition. I would rather see the NFL guys compete. In the other in, sports skill competition. In other sports, right? Yeah. I I want to see I would I want to see an NFL only fucking basketball game. I want to see a dunk contest. I want to see a fucking lineman three point contest. I want to see. Fucking... I want to see any NHL player get on hockey skates. That's not that's <laughs> I, not that's not a white kicker from Canada. I want to see a home run derby <laughs> for for NFL players. Like, show me. Just how good an athlete these guys are. Make them play other sports. Don't make them hit each other in the head for fucking at half speed for three hours. Yeah, let's go all the way to the opposite end and let's do a spelling contest. <laughs> yes, spelling contest. <laughs> spelling be for sure. All right. uh, it is. It is cool to see you know these all time you know th- these amazing players play together. It's cool to see you know Mahomes throw a. Uh, throw a pass to Devo, right? Like, it like that, not, that's, it is, it is not, it is not, it is not, it is not cool. It is, it is not cool. It is dumb. I mean, the, the best part about pro balls is, is playing with pro Bowl teams on Madden. That was always really fun. I, yeah, I hate the, I just, anyways, can't stand it. Aaron grievances. Doug, you got, you got one last one. Uh, I think I've, you can't I think I've... can't say Ohio again. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I think uh, I think that's our pod for the day. Um, so we're no one's. Was what? what's the last thing? There's one more thing in a Festivus, isn't there? Uh, the feats of strength. Feats of strength. Who wants a piece? Oh, uh, Doug. See, you're so far away. Otherwise, I'd knock your fucking ass out. Yeah, you're the. It's yeah, the head of the household has to <laughs> has, has to challenge the fight to a challenge someone to a wrestling match though. And uh Festivus is not over until someone <laughs> someone is pinned. 
Pin, the head of the household and on uh, this podcast that is you nacho i'm not challenging doug so um and you and wheeze choked me out once not me and not me and wheeze me me and wheeze i never needed wheeze help there was one it was strength yeah, you, and I've right. you and i've wrestled a couple times the one in chicago was the one that comes to mind yeah, that's right. You got your you got your wiry little fingers in my neck, which doesn't the even noose. exist. The noose. You know how many people cannot even they can't even touch my neck. Right. Yeah. I got I got I got <laughs> scrawny little forearms that really get in there to choke choke people out. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. That was after a lot of zambukas. A lot of a lot of sambukas, yeah, and um, those are some nice guys you met, Trevor. <laughs> they were, they were great. <laughs> we had a good time. That was a good time. I was actually just talking with my dad about that because I was introducing him to the podcast. I was like, "You've met these guys." And oh yeah, game. yeah, yeah. He's like, "Oh yeah." Yeah. No, it was that was a good trip. That oh, was yeah. a good trip. It was great. Um. All right. Well, there's the pod. Love you, boys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, homies. Talk to you Monday. Merry Christmas. Oh, one more thing about Festivus. The uh, I, this this could be an airing of grievances, but the the Cleveland Guardians, no longer Indians, they did like a Festivus post today, and the comment section. <laughs> People were upset, like they were trying to replace Christmas. Yeah, like it was a like, yeah, right. it was a okay. yeah. So again, that kind of just bleeds into all of our airing of groups, the stupid fans, and like. But I saw that today, and I was just like, "Are these people for real? Like, they're not joking. This isn't a joke. Like, they're really upset because they don't know about it, and they and they don't have a sense of humor." Yeah. Somebody, so my kids have have festivist shirts. And the neighbors behind us, so they have festival shirts in green and white. They look like little Christmas. They're, they're, they look like little Christmas shirts. And they were wearing one. And the and the family that lives behind us, um, super Christian. They run a daycare. Um, nice people, um, wonderful people. But they were like, "What's Festivus?" And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I'm not explaining it to you. I'm good. <laughs> I don't." You can just say it's from Seinfeld, and then, and all of a sudden, it becomes yeah. it becomes joke and come and comedic, not like oh, it's you know the second you start talking about it, it's a replacement for Christmas or anything like that, the the unwoke mob will have a fucking shit face. Yeah, I I I just did not. Uh, I I and we're good. I just didn't want to fucking have the conversation. I'm like ah, oh, you know, it's I I think it's yeah, it's from a TV show. It's from Seinfeld, and he looked at me like I fucking horns growing out of my head and i'm like well we're good okay <laughs> yeah he so, wanted he wanted he wanted to get into it with you you don't watch the show with the jews is that is that what you don't do <laughs> and that was your festivist miracle all right all right boys merry christmas talk to you monday merry christmas happy holidays merry christmas later everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.